Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Broken record. It's me, Sean Green. Well, okay, this is there's this is called a cold open, all right. And this is what people do. This is this when when I first started, and you hear that first thing. Hi everyone. People are like, ah, this is what this is. We stick to a pattern, we stick to a formula, and then after we do this, we play the little pump up little song there, and people are really into it. They Standing like it. at the edge of tomorrow, today, 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 today. That? That's, That's what it play? is now. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining in the fun. And thanks, everyone, for telling someone about Halfway Okay. See how we did that? You probably didn't tell anyone about Halfway Okay, but we're thanking you in advance. So you're like, oh, man, maybe I totally, like, totally should tell someone about Halfway Okay. We know we don't say the N-word here. We don't do anything bad. So you can can let people listen to us, and we're not going to, you know what I mean? We're not going to... Make you look like an idiot. Can you introduce me so I can comment on this? Oh, yeah. Me, I'm Sean. It's me, Sean Green. Um, also is with me is this Danny. Yeah. And we're here, uh, a.k.a. Bubble Tubble in the Void. Um, we are so here. We are Do you so think here. that's why uh, people would be reluctant to like share our podcast, like the shit we do talk about? I don't... Maybe. Who knows? Because like, if we ask people to like... Fucking, you know, share an episode link or something on their Facebook, yeah. and then their grandma <laughs> listens, and we're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer in heaven. Yeah. Well, hey, that's a completely valid theory, by the way. And secondly, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Why, if your else? fucking grandma doesn't think Jerry Dahmer's in heaven, <laughs> fuck her. Oh, my God. Well, I'll start off on a funny note. Uh, silly note here. We're getting silly here already in, in halfway. Okay. Um, a lot to talk about today. Yeah. A lot to, not to cover a lot of new, exciting things are happening. Um, new segments, a lot of new segments. Um, you know, like a, like, like a centipede, like 10 new segments. Well, centipede is, has a hundred segments. So, but we're not a centipede yet. We're still just getting there. We're a ten, we're decapede. Uh, ten new segments here. Um, I, you know, I, I'm floundering here. I don't. What do you go? Take it away, Danny. I don't know. I like, I like what you're doing. Do you? I'm hey. not sure. Um, I, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Welcome to Halfway Okay Advance. <laughs> Halfway Okay 2.0. It's our new mode. It is. Uh, it, um, technically, this is according to your, the way you're doing things. Our third, fourth season. Because it's episode 30. This is our 30th episode. No. Our baby turned 30. No. Isn't it? It's the end of the third. Okay, I can't keep up with this stuff, man. Typically, uh, uh, the way our seasons work... (sighs) How do you... This is exhausting. I don't don't know. Please, please tell me, tell me. You just explain the concept I'll, I'll get my, of my, 100 to everyone. Yeah. You don't. You can't get 10. Yeah, I'm applying it to a bug, and bugs are cool. This Let is, me get my uh, my abacus out for Professor Danny telling me what's up. Tell this me. This is why the metric system will never gain a foothold in America. I mean, in, in the United States of America. So it's a 12 episodes. So I imagine in Canada it. and Mexico they use that. Yeah, seems right. There's zebras in Mexico. Go on. Did you There's know that? Also, zebras in the United States. Wild zebras? No. Well, I'm saying there's wild zebras in Mexico. Well, maybe there is. I don't know. Well, according to the thing I looked at. Okay, please continue. 
I think some wild horses will develop stripes as just a survival mechanism. I saw a donkey. It was a donkey. They might have painted it. I don't. I didn't really look into it. I just saw it, and it was like, this is fact now. Go on, please. Explain numbers to the fans of uh, of the world. Well, typically the way our seasons have worked is like the first nine is the big seasonal structure and storyline. And then mm-hmm. the one after that is just kind of like the hangout, chill out, reset episode. Is that what this is? Yeah. Oh, this it is kind of a chilly willy chill them up because we know we don't have a guest. You know, we're just man, we're chilling here. Dana's got some Assassin's Creed uh, uh, fizzy pop, and I got just a cool glass of water. And um, it's shape it's colored. It's water and the coloring of Mountain Dew. No, and he's storing it in a in a Mountain Dew two liter bottle. I don't. I don't drink Mountain Dew. I ain't and a there's, kid. There's a post it like duct tape onto it that says Sean's hands off Julie <laughs> she gums it all up she spit uh, backwash she does um, yeah I don't know it's uh, I, I hate when girlfriends do that like my girlfriend doing that all the oh, time oh yeah really she goes to a different podcast <laughs> she's a model I, I heard right yeah yeah that's that's cool man that's she's sweet. an She's an Iranian model. Oh, man. Because she's Iranianing through your mind all day, huh? No, because she's Persian. Oh, oh, neat. Yep. It's also a Pokemon. <clears throat> well, let's get let's get to the meat of this app. Um, There's a lot of meat. Well, then let's get to the appetizer, which is a meat one. It, you know what it is? It's a chicken satan with the peanut sauce. Ooh, what a delight. I say I hate when people talk about loving meat. Why can't they just talk about iceberg lettuce? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? Chicken, there's, there's nothing manly and like false bravado about chicken satan, okay? <laughs> it's what little hipsters get at a, at a Thai rest. Okay. Okay, restaurant. Okay, first, I, we gotta talk about this. We started watching, as, as all of you know, <laughs> the 4th of, of January was a glorious day that gave us a new season. Season six, Project uh, Project Runway All Stars. Oh. Season six, um, that was like a baseball show. So uh, um, Alyssa Milano is back as as per usual. Though this time we've got Joanne Coles, editor in chief of Marie Claire, to be uh, their mentor, which is crazy. Because like, here's the thing: Tim Gunn is a great mentor for regular Project Runway because he's very knowledgeable, but he's also kind. You don't want a Simon Cowell; you want a nice man. How many how many Midwestern viewers of the television show Charmed do you think called her Melissa Milano? Oh, oodles and and doodles. I love that Melissa Milano. (laughs) But so they have this Joanne Coles and she's she's very harsh, but it's fine. It's fine. And they call this thing Project Runway All-Stars. But like they usually really like are kind of like the lamest ones of them. And then they'll the just throw in like Fabio, who's good. Who is, who's great. The only people I care about are Fabio on this. And then seeing what kind of drama Ken and Helen bring because they're both messes. Um, and they've already hinted that Helen's going to start some drama per huge. Um, also, Michael Casello was there. Sorry, spoiler alert. He was one of the judges. Do you know he's making shit? He made something for, he made a gown for Beyonce. I don't like that guy. He was he was such an unhinged wiener on 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 
original Project Runway and the Project Runway All-Stars that he was on. And I simply can't take it. Uh, also, spoiler alert, uh, Casanova was, um, uh, went home. Because no duh. His taste is very questionable. It always has been. That's why he never won. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, and then fucking Amanda is back again. I'm getting a little tired of her. Okay. That's all I have. Are we are we done? Are we wrapping this up? Yep. Next episode. All right. Woof. It's a wrap, folks. Uncle Lou, give me a drink. So time to talk about football, I guess. No, come on. This is what this- the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Had a 17-year playoff drought. <sighs> is this on your notes? Because otherwise, this is unacceptable. It's on yours. Hadn't been <laughs> in the playoffs since 1999. Oh they had a very small chance of making it in. But based on the Cincinnati Bengals, who were already out of the playoffs, playing their heart off in a Disney-like fashion. Playing their fart off? and Their hearts and their farts were in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening again. And there was like a 48-year-old, 48-year-old, 48-yard touchdown on a 4th and 12 to pretty much seal the game up and put Buffalo in the playoffs. So now the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills are in like a bromance. And the Buffalo Bills sent a bunch of wings to Cincinnati. Okay, that's funny. Why'd they do that? Donating a bunch of money to Andy Dalton's charity fund. He's That's uh, the guy who made the soup cans? Yep. Um, okay, let me, real quick, I, real quick, to make it so you, you're maybe a little bit interested in something, Proj, where, where is We've moved on. No, hold on. We're not. I want you to listen to something and watch a video. For we're me. in Danny Fastball's gridiron age. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Fastball's gridiron. During, during the segments I talk about football, I imagine there's like that like old school black and white like montage music. It's like set to what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Similar to when they would recap how how, uh, how Slater won the game. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be black and white instead of like the slightly... Well, the audio light. would be yeah. black and white. Let's buzzcord this. All right. I want you to watch a video from last season of Project Runway. Okay. Hold, hold on. There's an ad, everybody. Did you just say watch an Jesus episode? Christ. No, it's a clip. Hold on. Should I queue up a football clip? No, hold on. You, I think you'd like this. In this new segment where we talk about different things at the same time? I think you'd like this. This is a contestant named Kentaro. Uh, spoiler alert, he won. Uh, and this is him when they went back to make their collection for Fashion Week. Um, this is uh, when Tim Gunn was there talking about their inspiration stuff. And this is just a little video. He's sitting at the piano and Tim Gunn is watching him. Are they enemies? No, they're friends. That's beautiful. What gave you this idea? Oh, well, I found a dead cat on the street. So after I buried that cat, I put my... I like that zoom in on his face. And this is the kind of sound I heard. Oh, dear. (laughs) Isn't that funny? He found a dead cat (laughs) on the street. that's That's the sound that he heard when he found the dead cat. Huh. I thought you'd like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of dark and weird. No? Okay, go on. Gridiron. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's Japanese talk about... Japanese shamisen. This is... The strings are traditionally made from, I believe it's like dog sinew. Oh. Hmm. Well, that, I'm not going to shamisen's house. Sounds gross. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Let's... 
let's fix all this okay. with it's a weird flow already this is very strange you're ruining this you started a fucking battle what are you talking about but you knew i wasn't oh, gonna be able to have anything to say stupid to... i don't think you're i don't think i'm trying to make a battle with you dummy um well so... regardless of that we <laughs> yeah. may be a dysfunctional family yes on this show. sure but our family well it's not necessarily growing but we're going we're expanding your entrance into our family life and we're about to introduce you to another member of our family oh we're doing this already did you not want to no i do okay you're the worst i know i'm in a very weird mood today i'm in a very little roly-poly mood i don't know what's going on you just slammed on the brakes mm. for no reason no but... no no. sorry please continue i should have yes okay. ended anyway uh our Uncle Stu, me and Sean's Uncle Stu. Yes, our Uncle Stu. Stu Charno. Uh, you may know him from things such as Friday the 13th Part 2. The X-Files. Uh, he said he wrote some Star Trek He wrote some Star Trek really uh, TNG episodes, yep. Well, he was in some other 80s movies. He was in Christine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is, a, he is an actor. and uh, He's been in a bunch of shit, but most importantly, Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> or Star Trek. I mean. Which is my favorite Friday the 13th. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he uh, his backface Jason forever, mm. but he plays Ted. He's like the co- the comedic relief character, mm-hmm. but he's like an anomaly in slasher films because he doesn't get killed. Oh, there's like a scene where some characters like go to the bar, like outside of the camp, and they eventually come back, but like Ted just stays at the bar, like drinking and trying to get laid, and thus huh. survives. Huh. But anyway, anyway, yes. So what do you? So yeah, he's a uh, he's a part of our family, and he uh, is now going to be doing a uh, pseudo regular uh, segment, and we don't have any music set up for it unless I'm putting it in there right now. It's called. Is this the button? This is button. maybe the Stooniverse. Let's do one where we say it together. Ready? Okay. But that same, that same like cadence. Da 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 da. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. The. the okay, come on. He, he, this is very unprofessional. Okay, can we do this, please, for two seconds? For once in your life, can you cooperate and have, make me happy? Let's go. Think about my needs. Okay, ready? One, two, three. The, the was a comment um okay yes uh let's 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 cue this up um all right buzz cord i love the name halfway okay hey this is Stu Chorno calling that's right and me in 3d and as you know i was an actor for 35 years and i quit about 10 years ago because uh, I was diagnosed with MS, which stands for my shit. So I got my shit. Everybody else does too, I guess. And so I've been doing since then, um, I've been doing writing and music. And I'm going to play some of my music for you. This tune is called Sneakers. And it has... Um, Three and four hands playing at the same time. Here, listen.
kind of panic inducing. <laughs> it freaks me out a little bit, like a like a train's running after me. It makes me want to shoot someone in a saloon. Yeah. All right, sorry to interrupt. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> writing haikus, which is five, seven, and five syllables in three lines. In fact, here's a haiku. Haikus are simple. Five, seven, five syllables in three lines like this. That's a haiku that explains haiku. And I'm going to make another one for you that I'm going to tell you. Uh, War has no glory. Like those who hasten its end, the heroes of peace. Yeah. Oh, so it's that's a- it's really odd that there's like uh, a prolific moment that just occurred on the show. <laughs> I love these things. There's a he has a a trillion of them. Oh, okay, let's finish up. He's very he's very nice ending here. About it for today. Some music and haiku. And I hope you guys are doing just great. Keep up the good work. Ah, thanks, Uncle Stu. Yeah, okay. You can find uh, his name Stu Charno, C H R N O, and you can find him on Instagram, U uh, N K L S T O O O, or just search Stu Charno on Insta. He puts up a ton of of, of his haikus and other things, and also uh, he is about. 200 YouTube videos of him saying some of his haikus and uh I you can go into a real rabbit hole of watching these things. Yeah, he's uh, also in the Halfway Okay Friendship Club. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure how active he'll ever be in it cuz I think he's kind of He has his own shit. He's probably above <laughs> Friendship Club. <laughs> but if anyone has any questions for him, uh yeah, he's 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 available on social media. Uh I am I'm excited about this whole <laughs> weird endeavor that we're taking yeah, over. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm excited to see where it'll go. Yeah. Where like Tracy Wells was clearly, you know, I don't know. I, I don't feel like she actually listens to the show. And I don't know if Stu will, but he'll at least listen to his parts. And that's something. Yeah, Stu's at least, uh, I think he can at least appreciate and sense like our weirdness. Yeah. So he's just like weaving his weirdness yeah. in with ours. Which is good. I agree. <laughs> so yeah, that was I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of blown away that this is uh we're really getting a lot of celebs yeah. with a Z. You fucking hear that, Chris Dart? <laughs> we're gonna have to make fucking Stu hold up one of those pieces of paper that say I'm Stu Charter. With the, the today's newspaper for some <laughs> reason, just Yeah. So uh before we get too far, mm-hmm. I have to admit something that I realized I was listening back to some old episodes for something. I think I was like looking for clips or something. I forget what it was, but there was a part where like I made a joke or whatever about like taking the Pepsi challenge and losing it. Yeah. Or like yeah, that's you took the Pepsi challenge and lose it. That's funny. I stole that joke. Did you? Yep. That is 
That's Bloodhound Gang lyrics. Oh no! And I didn't even realize it. Well, until... you know what? You could have all you could have just played it off of like, oh yeah, you know, there's a lot of times you just have like obscure references in my repertoire. It's kind of the kind of get cool bo- cool guy points if you if you figure it out. So yeah, but at the time I didn't realize I was oh. stealing it. But I just want to throw that out. Wow! So we're thieves. Sorry, Apparently. Sue. Sorry that we're thieves. Jeez Louise. Oof. There's oh, no, there's no flow to this. There's no, there's none. There's none. Oh, speaking real quick. Speaking of uh, the Friendship Club, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I tried my hardest to kind of get some interactions with people. As far as you know, Ryan Singer, uh, comedian and uh, and and real cracked up nut job when it comes to these spooky alien paranormal theories, uh, was on our last episode. He has a, his own paranormal. Uh, podcast and we were going through but if you listen to it you have to double click our episodes a second time yeah to balance it out <laughs> that's yes it's called me and paranormal you um we he had we had him on last app and we went through a bunch of different like lightning round went through a bunch of like weird paranormal things and they answered whether or not they Danny and Ryan answered whether or not they believed in them or not. I decided to bring this to the Friendship Club to see how many of the people that listen to this show are out of their damn cords. And and, and I did, three, you, Philip, and fucking Casey. Yeah, uh, the Friendship the Super s- Gang, the sad sack kids. Uh, no, the coolest kids in the, on the block. Are you the cool kids? Yeah, because it's kind of weird that your Friendship Club gang is called Sean's Little Farters. Okay, and mine. Is the Cool Kids Carnage Club. In case you don't know what that means. <laughs> I asked everyone to take it seriously and actually answer honestly and not add stuff to the poll that were just jokes. Like adding, That wasn't a joke. Adding things to the poll that were jokes. And Danny... <laughs> Jesus, so annoying. Oh, shit. And Danny thought it was funny for some reason, I don't even know why, to add... The 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 Juggalo Joker of Marvel Comics, He's, Carnage. Come on, to <laughs> out of the blue, Carnage no one, fucking rolls. Hold on, that's why. Hold on, hold on, hold and on. And people need to fucking know he's dangerous. We very seldom talk about comic books on this thing. It, I, it we, is we it is weird. Before a little bit. Your biggest life regret was X Men Three. Uh, unless we're ridiculing me, we very rarely talk about comic books. We talked about the Spider-Man Homecoming. We did. We've talked about how Captain America should be Captain Australia because he just throws a fucking boomerang as a superpower. <laughs> but, We've talked about moon memes who are essentially comic book characters. But it always weirds me out and gives me pause when you talk about actual comic books because I, when we first met... You did. You were not into comic books. You were not into them, or at least you, we didn't talk about them. We never then, talked about them. And I mostly really weird. Just read. You what? I mostly was just reading literature at that oh. time. I liked comic books. It's just weird. I never think you view as a comic book person, and so it's very strange. So then you pulling out Carnage and adding it to the poll as this is something that you believe. Keep it. It's like aliens, ghosts, uh, Puckwudgie, Bigfoot, and then Carnage, <laughs> which I don't understand. And I don't. Well, and we, also, I should point out that Carnage is currently in second place, and who the most beliefs. Ripping this from the intentions I had for it, and and uh, and making it do a huge joke. Um, but also, you really like Carnage, huh? Carnage fucking rules. Let me explain who Carnage is to people that might not know. 
Carnage is a super, or sorry, a super villain uh, of Spider-Man. Correct. Uh, he is an, also an offshoot of Venom, who is a, vi- a, a villain of Spider-Man. Well, he is uh, the alien symbiote that is Venom suit that yes. was originally Spider-Man's black suit. Yes. Apparently, those symbiotes like produce offspring every yes. generation. And when Eddie Brock was an Alcatraz, <laughs> I looked this no, up. It was Rikers. It was Alcatraz. Was it? I thought it, it was. was I thought it was Rikers. I looked all this up because I wasn't positive, and I wanted to make sure it was. I don't an Alcatraz. think it's Alcatraz. Well, we call in. Uh, I'm fairly sure it was like in New in. York. Is it Rikers Island, the big one in New York? I thought it was Alcatraz. Regardless, what are you though, at? whatever. Some Eddie Brock, island prison, super prison. Eddie Brock and Cletus Cassidy. Known psychopath, were in the same jail cell together. Cletus Cassidy, one of the best fucking names ever. It's a good name, and Cletus Cassidy's a redheaded, like insane murder man, right? Bringing He's like a, like a scrawnier, more villainous Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Conan O'Brien has some skeletons, you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, at that point, the symbiote. Eddie Brock didn't have it, so he wasn't Venom. So he was just stuck in there. The yes. symbiote came back for him. It like broke through the wall or whatever. He became Venom and fucking booted the fuck out of there. Yeah. But the symbiote left its offspring there. Yes. And it bonded with Cletus. Yes. Who was a fucking psychopath. Yes. Here's my problem. The 90s were shit for comic books. No, they weren't. I don't like Venom, firstly and foremost. He's okay. He rules, too. He's, well... He he he's in that same like badass category as like uh, Boba Fett and no. Snake Eyes and Wolverine. You can't count him out just because he looks cool. I, I I can because the casual fans of comic books are like, oh yeah, Venom that guy's badass, buddy. He's a cool guy. There's a lot of fucking hardcore comic book fans that are into Venom and Carnage. And too. I well, I don't know, I don't like it. But Carnage is even worse because he's like the super amped up, like <laughs> like he's even more fucking edgy. Awesome. I can turn my arms into blades and like moto people with them now because well, I'm Carnage, everybody. That is because the alien symbiote, its offspring. Was born in an alien planet, mm-hmm. Earth, because it's alien to the sure, fucking symbiote. Yeah, yeah. And Cletus is fucking crazy, so it became sure. crazy. Great. The first fucking person Cletus or Carnage kills. Do you remember this? I don't. It's it's like his first little cameo. It's not counted as his first appearance, but it's like in the comic book before. There's just like a small little scene where this guy is returning home from like a long fucking day at work. He's just this regular looking dude. And then there's like a sort of figure in the background you can see. And he was like, hey, are you, uh, I can't fucking remember his name. It's like Gunny Stein or something. Okay. And it was Carnage. He had just looked up people in the phone book and thought that name was funny. So he decided to kill that man. And that's, that's neat. Like, that's cool. Here's my thing. I don't have a problem with there being like a, you know, a darker kind of more serially He's killer. He's fucking Richard Ramirez mixed with Spider-Man. Okay. And that's amazing. I don't have a problem with there being that element in a, in a Marvel comic book. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with is I hate. When don't I, you have a fucking problem with <laughs> shit? I think it's lame that, that Venom looks like a buff Spider-Man. And I think it's lame-er that. Carnage is a skinnier Venom with also red in his suit. I just think that stuff is lazy and lame well, the and, symbiote, it, and it's stupid. No, the symbiote is 
its color could be different from based on the environment it was born into. Like the symbiote that was Venom, that's Venom suit didn't come, like wasn't born on this planet. All right, but I'm but I'm saying whoever so made that decision is what some if, what like, if the hot fucking, topic lover little wiener kid who's like black and white is pretty cool to go to blades full hands. Yeah, and then in the early '90s, Marvel was employing uh, kids that worked at a store that wasn't around yet yeah. to color its probably <laughs> probably happened. They were. <laughs> I I remember seeing several a carnage uh, bowling shirt with Japanese lettering on it at Hot Topic in the probably 90s. when you were fucking shopping for fucking bowling shirts. <laughs> I never wore a bowling shirt in my life. In do my you, life, do you remember like the original arc with uh, with Carnage? I didn't read it because I wasn't into it. It's fucking fantastic. Now, first of all, at this point, you brought you brought this on the listeners, so hopefully they're into comics and shit because we're we're there now. Otherwise, we are covering topics that. Like, we've been talking about them that people could really be like, okay, you know, I think I'm done with the halfway okay program now. Eh, fuck Football, f- Project Runway. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at this point, Venom yeah. is like on some like a deserted island, essentially, because he, because Spider-Man couldn't defeat Venom. Yeah. Because Venom fucking hates Spider-Man because yes. Eddie Brock feels like, Spider-Man ruined his life, and mm-hmm. the symbiote feels like it was rejected because it tried to bond with Peter Parker, and he fucking kicked it to the curb. Yes, because it's gross. So it's like double fucking hate. So anyway, their whole mission became fucking killing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So Spidey, the only way he can figure out to at least fucking get, catch a break from Venom is essentially tricking Venom into thinking that, him, that he's killed Spider-Man. And then like Venom's like, okay, I'm fucking satisfied now i'm just gonna chill on this fucking island and live out my days in peace hmm. so once carnage busts out on the scene and spider-man can't fucking fight him himself he turns to venom to fucking help him out though venom fucking hates spider-man sure. but the the little uh couple of panels before spider-man reveals himself to venom eddie brock is like sitting on the beach in like swim trunks Talking to himself, being like, oh, what a peaceful, wonderful day ever since I killed that old Spider-Man. <laughs> like, he just happens to be. So he's, he's pulling like a like a, a, a Mr. Wilson being like, oh, I can't, I'm so happy that Dennis the Menace is on vacation. Exactly. I'm just here to relax on my day off. It's a then... very either Shakespearean or Mr. Wilson moment. <laughs> and then fucking Spider-Man shows up with the torch and... You know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Eventually, he talks, like, Venom into it, because I guess Venom has, like, you know, a sense of honor. Well, and they, he knows how crazy uh, Cletus is, and Venom's not murdery. Right. He's just, well, kind of murdery. Yeah. He's not, but he's not, like, a sociopath, psycho man. So, Venom goes back with Spider-Man mm-hmm. to New York, and at this point, Venom can kind of sense Carnage, because, like, his symbiote is the parent of Carnage. Mm-hmm. So they find him and they fight and they're like in this apartment building, like smashing shit all around them. And then all of a sudden from like the floor underneath, a lady's like slamming the broom on the ceiling, being like, keep it down. You woke the baby up. So Carnage smashes through the roof and he's like, babies, I love children. Grabs the fucking baby, throws it through the window. Jesus. This is Marvel. This is Marvel in the 90s. This is like. Back when Marvel and DC were like still 
you know, they save like edgy shit for like image and all yeah. that. But Carnage throws a fucking baby through a window. It's not an open window. Because See, that's too extreme though for Marvel in my mind. It, it was like a Marvel Knights title. That's too much. Mar Carnage is just Marvel's bad boy. No, it's nineties it's nineties edgelord bullshit. Uh, uh, that's it's awesome. I don't know. I'd have to see it. If I ever had a chance to like meet a super villain at Carnage, he'd kill you. No. Sorry, what were you saying? If I ever had an opportunity to throw a baby out a window <laughs> to gain the upper advantage in a fight, yeah. screensaver, I would definitely do so. But, That's terrible. But it, in the panel, like the windows are like shattering away. So like the window is closed when Carnage throws the baby. And then... Does the baby live? Well, Spider-Man and Venom dive out and save it. Oh. Well, okay, so the baby didn't die. No, I never said that. Oh, okay, that's fine then. But then in the meantime, Carnage runs off. Sure. And then Venom can no longer track him. So they're like scouring New York trying to find out where Carnage would go. And they're finding like scenes where like Carnage has killed people and stuff. And (laughs) there's like some like side note where uh, Venom is talking about how like Cletus Cassidy always used to just talk about nothing but like heavy metal and shit in prison. <laughs> Cletus sucks. No, he rules. Okay. So <laughs> eventually, oh, and Carnage uh, fucking kidnaps J. Jonah Jameson. Okay. Back in his like all the time Hitler stash days. Okay. They don't always draw him with the Hitler stash anymore, which yeah. I think is a mistake. I like him with the Hitler stash. Agreed. But he kidnaps J. Jonah Jameson, and Venom and Spider-Man figure out and track him to an arena where there's a heavy metal concert going on. What's the name of the band? Do they divulge? They, they didn't okay. say the name of the band. I really I really like made up. What's the one that Vanessa was going to see? <laughs> the Wretched? Yeah, that's cool. From the Cosby Show? Break in all the rules. Oh, yeah. Rules are for fools. <laughs> Now that's metal. (laughs) Go on. Sorry. So Carnage jumps up on stage and he's like this fucking big red gooey fucking monster. But there's like a roadie or like a stage hand that's like, he just thinks he's some guy jumping up on stage or whatever. He's like, oh, you've had your fun. Get out of here. What? (laughs) Despite the fact that he looks like a goopy, absolutely a monster before anything else. So like Carnage like smashes him or whatever, pushes the band out of the way. Grabs the microphone, and you know how Carnage, his whole deal is kind of like f- freedom is earned through chaos. Okay. Did you know that? I didn't. Okay. I figured he was just a lazy Joker ripoff. No. That's why he just, you know, into fucking Carnage. But, uh, because <laughs> Carnage leads to chaos, and chaos leads to freedom. Okay. So, anyway, he. So, he's a tea party guy? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I just like, uh, the only comic books I like was when Captain America looked at a painting and it made him cry. <laughs> that was a good ish. Please continue. So Carnage gets on the microphone. Yeah. And he's like, hey, kiddies, I'm Carnage or whatever. He doesn't say kiddies. But uh, maybe he does. I don't remember. Very Joker. Go on. But he's, uh, on a lot of ways, sure, it's like the Marvel's Joker. That's fine. They both big companies borrow off each other. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty. Bad Marvel to tends do. to do it better. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like you can tell that DC's trying to make Harley Quinn their Deadpool. Oh my god. She needs they need to calm down. Go on. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. I uh 
I saw like a cover for the new Deadpool, like one of his books where it's him and Wolverine. And like on the cover, uh, there's like Deadpool and Wolverine and there's like Snapchat filters on them. <laughs> it's fucking good. That's pretty funny. But I'm so sick of Deadpool. Yeah. Anyway, Carnage gets on the microphone. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry if you guys came here for stock tips. That's at the end of the show. Uh, fast forward to, to uh, you know, uh, 47 minutes in. That's our stock I guarantee tips. this is better than Project Runway. You're absolutely wrong. So Carnage, There's no Tim Gunn in Project Runway. Carnage gets on the microphone uh, and says, Designers. <laughs> Designers. Time to bleed. Okay, what if... And the Venom movie that's coming out this year? There's a Venom movie coming out? Uh-huh. You're kidding. Carnage is going to be in it. What if Tim Gunn <sighs> plays Carnage? I'm listening. How could he do that? He's such a nice man. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know. It's called how. acting. Okay. He's an actor. He's just a nice man who I'm knows sure. his life. He's seen, from all I've heard, he's a talented man. He could pull it off. <laughs> Spider-Man, you need to learn to edit. Uh, right? What's the guy's name who is Max in the new... Mad Max movies. I don't never watched it. He was also uh, Bane and Batman. Oh, yeah. it's his name Ed Hardy or Tim Hardy? Which is the shirt and which is the man? Tim Hardy's the shirt. Ed Hardy's the man. Yeah, Ed Hardy's gonna be Venom. Ed Hardy, huh? Okay, go on. So Carnage gets on the is microphone. He gonna, is he gonna have a mullet? Eddie, like, like, like proper Eddie Brock? Who knows? Okay, please continue. You're yep. you're drawing this out. Carnage gets on the microphone, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm Carnage or whatever. Watch me kill this suit, talking about J. Jonah Jameson. And then he's just like, killing is great. You just have to have the guts for it. That's pretty much his big statement. It's like two little sentences. Yeah. Immediately, it goes to the crowd where there's like these heavy metal Heshers out there, you know, typical audience. Yeah. The first guy (laughs) is like, man, authority might bite. But that doesn't mean we gotta kill people. <laughs> Cause he's a metalhead. Wow, you know? that's cool. That does bite. But the other guy, yeah. Now, once again, all Carnage pretty much said was like, "I'm Carnage. I'm gonna kill people. Killing is great. You just have to have the guts." Yeah. This other guy in the crowd is like, "No, he's right." <laughs> and then in the next panel, he pulls this fucking Bowie knife out of his jacket or belt or whatever, and is about to stab this dude. He's metal shit. And he's like, "But." The guy's like, oh, I've seen the light now. After Carnage's one line, <laughs> all it took to show this dude the light was to be like, oh, you just have to have the guts to kill people. Doesn't he have any? I thought he had like weird persuasion powers. Uh, he can later on like put his symbiote in people that oh, kind of okay. hypnotize him. This is just this is just this is just his charisma. <laughs> this is just the equivalent of Carnage yawning and that guy yawning. But it's just like the inclination yeah. to murder. Okay, cool. No, he's right. Well, you, I'll, I'll put the. In the on the French in the French panels, club, in I'm gonna put the panels of these because well, they're amazing. <laughs> that just goes to show you, if you listen to heavy metal music, you, you you could be completely unhinged. I'm glad that heavy metal's out, or you could live a good, balanced life and realize that why authority bites. <laughs> well, I think we can all agree though, metal detectors are needed at these larger events because that uh, that Bowie knife would have gotten picked out. Am I right? Well, I'm or sure not? that's what led to. Metal detectors. Thank goodness. Those are yeah, the real he, heroes, those he, security guys. He already had the Bowie knife on him. Maybe that's why he didn't need that much convincing. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
Carnage fucking rules, uh, and the Cool Kids Carnage Club rules the Friendship Club. Well, chug your fago, Juggalites. Uh, it's uh, if you're if you're part of the Danny's uh, Carnage Kids. Um, Sean Green's little farters with intellectuals Philip and Casey. Um, welcome, welcome to my. By intellectuals, my you mean like wet blankets? Well, yeah. What? That's basically. Um. Wow. So yeah, I don't know. So we, yeah, it's very apparently strange. I ruined Sean's little poll by giving people more options. I'm more just weirded out that you like Carnage. Hmm. What about Morbius? Do you like this? Is comic book the living talk. vampire? He's cool. Yeah. Hey, we can agree on something. Well, that's the thing with like, like in television shows and stuff. Whenever like there's like a group of nerds at like high school or after high school or whatever, like mm-hmm. they like like all the same fucking shit. But in, like, reality, when you grow up as, like, a shitty fucking nerd, you mm-hmm. also develop these, like, crazy neurotic <laughs> tendencies and preferences. So, like, when you do have nerd friends, you never fucking agree on anything. That's true. Huh. That's why I'm an Andy Cap fan and you're you're nothing but Family Circus. No. You don't like Family Circus? Over fucking Andy Cap? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're... It is more believable that I like Family Circus over Andy Cap. Andy Cap rules. I like Family Circus. But in conclusion, Jeffy, go on. Based on the poll, we at least have scientific evidence that at least <laughs> aliens and carnage exist. Well, they're one and the same thanks to heavy metal. Oh, and your friend Trash Palmer. What? <laughs> oh, Trash. Yeah. His name His name's Trace. He's very nice. His nickname is Thrash or Thrasher, and I accidentally called him Trash. Go on. Oh, but Trash Palmer. <laughs> the, the, it's not Palmer. Go on. The Catman that he brought up—that's yeah. just like a regular. That's just a person. Oh, that's like nothing paranormal. That's what just is like, it? Can you? What are the details on that? I. It's like just a fucking homeless person that like dresses up as a cat, dead animals and stuff. No, he just like oh, he's so dirty and shit. Well, he believes he, in like, him. Crawls around and stuff. That's fine. He is real. He's an actual person. Well, it makes it. Then I'll go ahead and say I believe in him too. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think this is a, a great time to take our first. Creamy boy break. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Stu. <laughs> Our sweet uncle. Okay, we'll be back. Halfway okay, we'll be right back. Got a question or a comment? Need some life advice? Just want to say hi? We here at Halfway Okay would love to hear from ya. How do you do that, you ask? Well, it's easy, a little paperclip. Just email us at halfwayokay at gmail.com or leave us a cool voicemail message at 937-848-1112. With so many cool ways to stay in touch, I'm surprised you guys ever shut up. <laughs> Halfway Okay. I'll never learn how to play piano. Now back to Halfway Okay. Oh, what a what a break blast that was, huh? Yeah, uh, not to completely bring up the comics again. Oh my god! Okay, but I, I missed a really important part. Like during when all this shit was going on, Harry Osborn had also just died. Harry Osborn is the Green Goblin. Well, and he's also Peter Parker's friend. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> all this shit going on with Carnage and the death drove Mary Jane to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Wait, is it a plot point? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I should read these. It's like, pretty cool. There's like a little part where like Peter's like, 
uh, you know, I just had to go to Fred's funeral. Or we just buried Harry or whatever. I don't want to have to do it to you, too. Oh, my Lord. I mean, he doesn't say it in, like, a super shitty way, but, like, he's super concerned. But it's funny. It's very close to uh, Jesse Spano's uh, caffeine pills. <laughs> <laughs> well, they both had this very similar hair, those two. Oh, oh what's that? I think I'm... Uh... Getting word that it's almost time for a new segment. Oh boy. Danny Fast Pause Fast Pick of the Week. <laughs> what? Oh, well. <laughs> after last week, I, uh, fans were asking for the next Fast Pick yeah. to be more related to Netflix, stuff that they can watch at home what? instead of having to go out to the movie theater. Yeah. So the Fast Pick this week is a little show by the name. <laughs> What? What's wrong? Nothing. This is strange. Why? What is what is this? Huh? What is this? What is this? Danny Fast Pause <laughs> Fast Pick of the Week. Is that, is that like the hard copy? Like, like what is I paid two hundred dollars. <laughs> This. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. This is absolutely original music. Okay. And not the music from MTV News. Okay. <laughs> go on. Can Danny I go fast on? Pause fast oh, of the okay. <laughs> well, the fast pick this week, yep. guys, okay. is a Netflix original show actually based off a fucking comic book called uh, It's the Fucking in- or the End of the Fucking World. Have you heard about this? No. It is fucking wonderful. It's only like eight episodes, eight 20-minute episodes, but it has a lot of fucking charm. <laughs> I think you should all check it out. <laughs> what? Nothing. It's weird. I like it. So, hold on. It's it's the end of the world? Correct. It's, <laughs> Jesus. It's uh, two kids, James, who... <laughs> Who thinks that he's a serial killer. Okay. I'm not giving anything away. This is all in the trailer. Okay. And then there's uh, Alyssa, who's kind of like a rebellious girl. And James decides to kind of act like he's falling in love with her so she can be someone that he'll kill. And she convinced, she tells him, you know, let's steal your dad's car and go on a road trip. So it's just kind of them like. Okay. It's fucking fantastic. It, what's it called? The. It's. End of the fucking world. There's an yeah, F word in the, the title. End of the world. It's X'd out. Okay, but this, we can't talk. This, this is the fast pick of the week. You know these got to be fast. What is it? Why did you say it was comic books? It's based off a of comic book. Oh, I knew that. Yep. <clears throat> Are you ready for the next segment? Oh boy. <laughs> yep. Sean Green's Kitty Corner. What? It's your kitty corner. Um. Did you prepare anything? No, I didn't. Seriously? I, I could talk. I mean, there, I found a new band I, I like. It, was, it has to do with kids, and you have like five seconds. I, well, it's, okay. Blonde Maze. Look, look it up. Are it's you good. guys ready for the next segment? Okay. Sean Green's Gummy Worm Adventure. No adults allowed. I 
<laughs> hey, what's up, gummy, man, gummy Worm Nation? It's Shaney Peepy here talking about all the G-worms you can eat. I had a sour apple the other day. It was super cuckoo crazy. Ziggity, 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 boo. Well, at least you prepared for that one. <laughs> I'm a master improver, Danny. My so. favorite part of that is no adults allowed. <laughs> Sean Green's Trap for Children. Okay. Uh, uh, come on, come on in here, you little kids. I got a gummy worm for you. Eh? Come on, hop into this bucket here. I'll, I'll sew it up and I'll take you to my land. I didn't think you were going to play along with this one. I'm an improvisational actor. Okay. It's my duty to do this, okay? I'll scoop out your eyes and eat them, you fucking shits. Okay, this is so gross, Danny. What are you doing? Sean Green kills kids. <laughs> I'll gobble up your guts like gummy worms, you little banana brains. sounds like Sean Green's trap for children. I'll throw you out a window like that cool carnage did, because he's so fucking edgy. Oh, I love him. He turns his, he can turn his fucking hands into axes and blades, you little shits. Like I'm how... Sean Green! Murder! What? I don't like how you're using your children's segments to just talk shit about carnage. <laughs> And all the cool kid carnage club and the friendship club that you're offending in the process. Um, sorry, Danny. No, doubt, no, no adults allowed. I don't even know why you were listening to that. That was just for the gummy worm adventure. <laughs> Are you? Is this? We're done. Uh, is this done? Well, that was just the return of <laughs> Danny Fastball's fast pick of the week, and then five new segments. Fucking god! Oh, that's really funny. Well, so. <laughs> Have you heard of a fellow named William Tapley? William Tapley. No, sir. Maybe Tapley. I don't know. He's a YouTuber that I stumbled across. <laughs> All right. He's some fucking old man. Okay. Uh, he's always like wearing big cross necklaces. Sounds cool. In all his videos. Yeah. But uh, here's just to give you. Oh, if you guys want to check it out, it's Third Eagle Books. Is his YouTube name. Okay. And some of the video titles to give you kind of sense of what he is. Uh, one of the videos I saw was Hidden Prophecy in LeBron James number 23 torn jersey. Oh. L- number 23, big, big, uh, big number in The Mask and Son of Mask. <laughs> so look out for that. Uh, Hurricane Harvey is God's warning to Babylon. Hmm. So kind of on a Kirk Cameron. Or maybe there. he means comedian Brian Babylon. Very funny. Possible. And then uh, my personal favorite, I love these kind of uh, things, is watch now before YouTube blocks this video. <laughs> did they block it? And I did click on that one. And apparently uh, he had a video that had received like 200 views in the span of two years. <laughs> but it had like a copyright hit because he was using copyrighted music Mm -hmm. but it was really just youtube trying to cover up his christian stuff (laughs) uh well that's pretty cool a lot of this guy's shit is about like uh stuff with the pope and donald trump and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. but uh as fucking honestly batshit crazy as this guy is he does not believe in flat earth oh so if you believe in a flat earth you're like below this man Hmm. But one thing I I stumbled across, the reason I stumbled across him is because also some of the time he writes songs. Oh. And I know people seem to like music. 
So we're we've never really done songs and stuff on this. Yeah, it's just kind of atypical for us. So uh, we're gonna try to incorporate some music and spotlight some little artists out there. This is William Tapley. <laughs> William Tapley. Okay. I think you'll like this song, Sean. You might want to turn the gain down just a little bit because his songs are louder than everything else. Okay. I can't say that I hate what this is so far. Yeah, this sounds pretty cool. His uh, videos, because there's videos for these. It's not just like some background. He he has the resources that he has his own green screen. Oh. So I'm pretty sure in this one, he's just like superimposed in front of like a scenic lake. Wow. With his keyboard. Is it convincing? No. <laughs> he has a nice sweater on though. Huh. He's so far so good. Yeah. I I jog to this. Pretty sure the lyrics kick in soon. There's a story to this song that I'll explain after we hear it. This is a long song, huh? A little bit. I got some. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cried the eagle to the world below. Some imagery there. Yeah. Wake up, friend. Can't you see we're at the end? Wars and rumors of war look out for It's about to take a turn but signs he gave Jesus gave Are you safe? Even this part still is okay If you keep your wig trim you'll be safe You'll go with him Now, if you keep your wig wig trim? Yeah, I, I was going <clears> to <throat> comment on that too Apparently that's in the Bible Okay, well, okay. If you go to church and you listen to this show... Help us out. First of all, your church would fucking hate you if they do. (laughs) Second of all, like, how how much wig maintenance goes on (laughs) in Sunday school? Is that in Leviticus? What is... Mm. Anyway, this is about to get good. Okay. You'll really like this part. World War Three. Oh, yeah. That's Obama's plan for you (laughs) and me. (laughs) A crock. Oh. Oh. It's the. I should have pre warned. There's. This is not safe for work. Oh. <laughs> Only hope he's got. He can't be elected on his. But he was. Record. It's a crime. And it wasn't. He should resign. <laughs> he did not. That's why I'm. This part rules. Voting for Mitt Romney. He's a hero in my mind. In your mind. <laughs> the name of that song <laughs> was Mitt Romney, a hero in my mind. Wow. This is very topical. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you're bringing these fresh cuts <laughs> here to the show, Danny. Uh, well, the po- these podcasts today aren't talking enough about old Tapley and Romney. <laughs> that eagle is <laughs> looking down in the land. Yeah, I like how it starts off like all trippy and stuff, and then it's just like fucking Obama. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you listen back, friend and end, 
he doesn't say the D's. It's just friend and and. But there's anyway. There's some more real weird parts about his word and singing structure that you'll hear soon. Oh, good. But, there's more. Good. Yeah. Thank goodness. We need him. No. I got like two more of his songs. The last one, we're not going to listen to most of it. Okay. It's just a little gist. The second one, we have to listen to the whole thing. Oh, boy. Because it's the best one. Okay. Now, uh, when was Mitt Romney running for president? 96? 96. Apparently, there was something, because this is explained before the video, <laughs> where Romney tried to use some campaign music or whatever. Yeah. And I guess he didn't ask for permission or yes, whatever. Yes, there was a whole big thing about that. We hated it. Back then, that was... That was a big. It was a big mess up. Was that it's cute and quaint? Was now. that like that was something like Bruce Springsteen saying, something "Stop like using that. my fucking music." <clears throat> mm-hmm. Maybe this is why William Tapley relates because fucking YouTube is always blocking his. Oh my shit god! For copyright yeah, I didn't think music. about that. But this was William Tapley producing campaign music that Mitt Romney was allowed to use for free. Now, <laughs> wow! Now, can you imagine? Mitt Romney walking out to the stage, and there's like a a minute and a half just fucking Casio keyboard interlude. Well, Twenty seconds about a fucking eagle <laughs> screaming "Whoa!" from the skies. Whoa! And then, Whoa! And then Jesus and Obama's World War Three plans. Whoa! I'm just not that image is really in my brain again. This poor man <laughs> was trying to save America. Yeah. Be- well, it worked. <laughs> we had to get the Republicans in uh-huh. before Obama did shit like <laughs> uh, strain relationships with North Korea. Yeah. Well, that's true. Because yeah. he wanted World War Three. It's He was scheming for it. Rubbing his hands together all greedy and gargamelly. Thank God Romney won. <laughs> It would have been four years of hell. We love you, Matt Rom. We love you, Matt Romney. What do you think, like, people thought Obama's endgame was? I don't know. I like to picture, like, Obama finds a secret laboratory (laughs) and, like, clones an army of himself. But there's, like, he, some of the Obama clones he makes have, like, like 50 foot long arms. So, like, if you leave your window cracked, yeah. Obama can put his arm through there and grab your guns. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just Mr. Fantastic's away all your all your weaponry. And a preference, I fucking love guns. Sure. But I've never, I don't think the government is going to take my guns. They make me deeply uncomfortable, for the record. Progressive liberal Sean. So, after that, which, as far as I know, Mitt Romney didn't use, uh, probably just, probably... Romney probably felt he couldn't use it for free. Yeah. And he just didn't have time to, sure, you know, draw the paperwork. <laughs> so William Tapley, uh, now a seasoned musician, yeah, did what a lot of singer-songwriters do, and that's write a song about trains. <laughs> okay. You know how, like, old yeah, singers... Yeah, yeah. Like, sing me a song about trains! That was, like, what people screamed before the whole fucking... Skinner thing yeah. picked up. Oh, I know. When I was at a Matchbox Twenty concert uh, last week, mm. that's that they kept on doing until they did until they did sing their hit uh, trains. So you know that band well, Train. No. People really you, that band Train. No train are, songs were a fucking real thing. Is though. That true? Like Willie Nelson has like a hundred train songs. Okay, maybe it's just a country music thing. Okay, 
But anyway, I this is it. William Tapley's take on that genre. Chugga chugga. The video for this, <laughs> you already feel like you're almost yeah. on a train or doing something train related. Sure. The video for this, he's like in front of a train crossing. Okay. But it's not like real scenic or anything. It looks like any fucking small town Ohio train crossing. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta vote for both. Yeah, you gotta have the package. If you just vote for Mitt Romney and you leave Ryan Paul out of it, <laughs> they've got the R train rolling for you. Huh? R train, Republican train. Now, yeah, R Romney train, but I think yeah. mostly Republican. Yes. But once again, this is campaign music. So try to fucking picture. A serious politician coming out to do a speech <laughs> to this music. Especially fucking Mitt Romney. Oh, my God. Anybody. His haircut. He's, he's got good hair. Good Are job. you ready? Good jaw on him. Okay. Thick eyebrows. Vote the R party. Full speed ahead. ahead. Blue states are liberal. Yes. Keep your state red. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know the R trains on the right track. We'll travel to a bright new future and never look back. Don't vote Obama. <laughs> You'll get derailed. Whoa. Oh, I get it. Trace. Romney and Ryan won't raise taxes like Obama will. Oh. Obama's scary. <laughs> Biden's a joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that was like the most <laughs> unexpected thing I've ever no, heard. That was the most honest <laughs> lyric that this guy has written. <laughs> There's no way Obama doesn't scare him. But <laughs> the line is Obama is scary. Biden's a joke. That makes me want to vote for them. <laughs> yeah. It's People love jokes and I love scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. That's really great. That is very good. Please go. Democrat train wrecks <laughs> hurt lots of folk. Good name for a band, by the way. Skip Democrat train wrecks. Despair train. There's, there's D, a, despair, D, Democrat. I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's a part here. Yeah. Where, oh, my God. Where, like, the lyrics get away from William Tapley, and the song is just fucking pretty much just about trades. Like, <laughs> I like there's no political meaning to it. It's just like mostly talking about fucking trains. I would like to hear the whole thing. Democrat doubt. Also good Hop for me. on the R train. We're moving out. But here's like the turn where it's just fucking about trains. The conductor. Call out all board. That's good. Please don't be late going through the gate or you'll never move forward. Both of us are swaying to this. Here comes the <laughs> R train. Rounding the bend. See, this is British train shit. Yes, the Obama tunnel's dark, but there's light at the end. What, dark? Excuse me? I feel like he didn't. <clears throat> I, don't, I feel like he didn't Oof. intend that. Holy heck. I think if he would have thought about it, he would have liked that, but mm. I'm going to give Tapley the benefit of the doubt. Oof. I would 
if the next fucking crazy turn this train takes <laughs> didn't occur. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> William Tapley. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Obama makes him scary to William Tapley? Um, well, like, what do you think William Tapley doesn't like and is afraid of? I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm just going to say party and race. Mm. <laughs> so maybe let's hear. <laughs> let's out Obama like Newsweek did. Okay. I don't remember. He is our first gay president. <laughs> what? When did Newsweek out Obama? And why is it? I mean, I know why it's an issue for Tapster here, but like... Imagine this is a political campaign song. This also has nothing to do with trains, sir. Sir. It's barely talked about. Well, there was the whole like train fucking bridge. (laughs) Trains are gay now because old dark Obama. Now that was, this is clearly the ridiculous and immature part, but he goes the avenue of like, Super immature talking about gay people for oh, the next line. This is, I can't believe this is still going on. Yeah. I'm in. After November, Bobby <laughs> Shell will leave. Well, first of all, they don't leave until January. They don't, you yeah, don't that's just leave. Tr- so this it, guy clearly doesn't know how anything works. And he's targeting Michelle now? Michelle Other than will trains. Leave? Well, she's just leaving. Okay. You'll find out why here oh, in a second. I love them now. Then he'll shack up with. Georgette or Steve. Just like Georgette or Steve? George Ed or Steve. Oh, George Ed or Steve. Assumed to be gay men that Obama's gonna have gay sex with hmm. after Michelle beats it in November when Romney went. <laughs> I was only into this for you being the president. See ya, chump. Go be gay. Now. <laughs> Ugh, okay. As long as it's with people George Ed or Steve. Whenever you have to say someone is Steve. Gay and like a saying or song that's always going to be Steve. Well, because it's Adam and Eve, not Adam Mm. and Steve. Clinton, (laughs) after he won. Yeah, we're going back to the fucking Bill Clinton (laughs) shit. This is the best. Now, still imagine Mitt Romney is walking out (laughs) waving. (laughs) Cameras are taking photos of him. Oh, my. Maybe if he had a worse haircut, I could see this, but no way. Not picturing all the reporters and people like fund our donators in the audience <laughs> swaying the way we are to this song. <laughs> That's when we found out Hillary oh, wasn't back. only the one okay. Monica giving him oral <laughs> in back home. How do we know Obama doesn't like Fred, Sam, or Paul? Who is Paul? I'm Sam Fred. Now how oral <laughs> He got excited there. <laughs> But so this dude's probably against like anything that's not Mish, like sex wise. This dude is oh my god, this is the best jerking off to boys in catalogs, yeah, and then putting it on fucking Obama <laughs> without a doubt. To to be fair though, he does make a point that since Bill Clinton was getting oral sex in the White Office, for all we know, Obama was into Mark Paul Gosselaar or whoever he just said. <laughs> You want to pl- let me play that back? Okay, sorry. Steve, <laughs> just like Bill Clinton, after he won, 
That's when we found out Hillary wasn't only the one giving him oral <laughs> in the back hall. How do we know Obama doesn't like Fred, Sam, or Paul? He's got over a point. the trestle. Still hasn't really talked about Mitt Romney. Oh my God! Here these comes sound the R train. We'll beat Barack. Did you pick that up? Uh, yeah, first of all, the video behind him now is a super shitty basic looking train that is apparently the R train oh. coming down the tracks by cool. him. But there's a great, I'm not sure exactly where how far to go back, but there's a great rhyme in here. Okay. It's kind of overclouded by like all the fucking loud ass train noises. <laughs> Very distracting. In the middle of this campaign song. In the back hall. Oh, we're back here. How do we Listen know to this carefully, Obama though. doesn't like Fred, Sam, or Paul? We don't. Yeah. Over the trestle, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Here comes the R train. We'll beat Barack. Wait, <laughs> clickety-clack and we'll beat Barack? He couldn't just say we'll beat Barack? <laughs> or not use clickety-clack? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, why didn't why didn't he just say like here comes the R train, solid as rock? Something something will be Barack. Or in November. Um uh, here comes the R train, bright as the day. Incoming November, we'll beat that gay. In November. November. See? Now that's okay. William Tapersleen, give me a call. I'll help you out with your lyrics. Cause I'm on your I'm on your side now. And you've got all kinds of train sound effects. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's too trainy. Oh yeah. I can't believe they didn't use this. I know, and I think it was because he, it wasn't used mm-hmm. that he gave up on his career in music. Uh, this is sad. Oh wait, he didn't. <laughs> the man Jesus. let's put our nation into his head okay, pause it it's the same it's the same yeah. tune <laughs> it's not even a good song uh the only part that's funny about this one because it's all just boring and stuff about how we need a wall yeah at least he's actually talking about political parts in this other than just fucking bill clinton <laughs> in trains but there's parts of this where like he'll sing certain lines and it sounds like he gets real quiet like his mom came in the room <laughs> He doesn't want her to know he's doing the rock and roll. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, William, and that's Tapley. William Tapley. <laughs> that's a <clears throat> third third eagle books on YouTube. Look him up. He's a big fucking weird creep. So he probably has a lot of self published books <clears throat> that I don't know. He hasn't figured out how to get on Amazon yet, so he just sells them <laughs> out of the trunk of his fucking <laughs> Nissan Sentra. I'm not sure if there's even anything about books on there. I hate him. Is that fair? He has a fucking ton of videos, and they're all talking about Pope conspiracies and like uh, how the Google logo is the mark of the beast. He's on to something. <laughs> More like he's on something. Drugs, huh? That was a cool thing to say. Uh, you're you're on you're on crack. People still say that, and I hate it. 
or or like or like they'll drink like a Starbucks beverage and I'll be like, mm. oh my god, it's like crack. And I'm like, come on. So it's been so. Sean just hit his mic. So you're just like taking like the Ryan from the Office stance. Oh yeah, he did talk about that. Yeah. It is annoying though. Oh my god, the fact that they were making fun of that in the Office a billion years ago and it's still being said. Yeah. Oh, is it like crack? Is it you? What does he say? He says it's like. like uh, <laughs> Use some measurement from your life that you'd know, like Rachel Ray or yeah. Ryan's awesome. He's something. Anyway, <laughs> moving on with music. I can't get that out of my head. The the trains. God, please. Uh, I figured we could keep going on mm. this musical track. Yeah, chain track with a rock and roll surprise. An R and R P or yeah. S P. I brought another one of my songs. Oh, you did? Yeah, I found another song. Did we buzz cordon for this? No, we're not at all. You're reading it. Yeah. Oh, this is great. The, on on this one, uh, if you recall Bugs mm. and the other two freaking out and whatever the song was called where I like burnt down that girl's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like was hesitant to get back with her because she lived in the shack. Yes. Those were like printed out on a word processor processor yeah on like first printer paper and then like notebook, notebook paper. paper this is pen on notebook paper so i think this is me trying to get back to my roots yeah and he's keeping it real simple how old were you when you wrote this 13 at the oldest for those of you who don't know danny's written uh some songs when he was a, a small child and has shared uh them on the show uh to great fanfare, and even uh, they one of them was birthed into a song by Dr. Airlines, uh, Vivian. Uh, a wonderful fucking song. Wonderful fucking song. Uh, look it up on Spotify or in the Halfway Okay Friendship Club. It's Allegedly, someone else is coming up with a cover of Bugs. Yeah, a little bit of competition. I haven't fucking heard it, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't get too scared, Viv. <laughs> so this song... <laughs> Is you want to hear a fucking 13 year old <laughs> getting a little activist and a little political? I would love to. You're about to with this song, No Justice. <laughs> and at the top, to the right of yeah. No Justice, uh, something that kind of foreshadows a lot of the writing of this song, it says, written by and Danny. So, like, apparently I was going to write performed or something, but mm-hmm. I just didn't. Oh. I guess I could fill in something else. I don't know. But it's just written by Danny and, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. So here we go. <laughs> by the way, this song, whereas Bugs kind of had a rhythm to it. Yes. This does not. Perfect. <laughs> it's like each little part has its own little terrible structure. I was skating and having fun when a cop. When a cop stopped me and said, no skating here, son. Oh, Now I did skateboard when I was young. I maybe did an ollie without falling down once. (laughs) I could just kind of like skate to one part of the street to the other. Better than me. Never had anybody tell me, don't fucking skate. (laughs) (laughs) But you were looking for it. You wanted it. I guess. Apparently, this is just like injustice that I perceived out there. The guy was dressed like a normal Joe. Parked in his crappy 79 Pinto. So now I'm not he's sure how cop. I knew he was a cop. Yeah, it's at work. Maybe he's an undercover cop that the taxpayers pay to just harass skateboarders. <laughs> okay, it makes sense. That's big in the... No name. justice. No justice. 
As I skated from the parking lot, I noticed the pig was parked in a no parking spot. Oh, what the fuck? It's a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. See, I'm telling you, no justice. Fuck. I guess, <laughs> I guess because he had a badge, he was above the law. I hate those kind of cops. <laughs> screw them all. <laughs> Wait, you hate those kind and screw but, all yeah. of them all. Okay. I like how, even as a young lad there, because I was way ahead of the curve for yeah. like hating cops. Like all you people who are getting on it now. Yeah. I've been around for a while. <laughs> I even, loved them as a kid. Even back then as a small, I was like, <laughs> it's only some of the cops yeah. doing the shit. But screw them all. <laughs> No justice. Oh. <laughs> no justice. Oh, my God. It's about to start picking up a little bit. Oh, all right. Here's one of my favorite parts. Uh, there might be a word left out. See if you can pick up on it. I was hanging out by Dairy Mart <laughs> when a skateboarder was arguing with a cop and smart. Probably got smart, but I just wrote. Oh, and yeah. Arguing with a cop and smart. Yeah, got smart. That makes sense. The cop got mad and full of rage. <laughs> he grabbed his nice stick and broke the guy's rib cage. <laughs> Once again, never had anybody, even like property owners and store owners, say, don't skateboard here. Yeah. I've never seen a cop just attack someone in a parking lot. Especially a dairy mart. They... Yeah. That's <laughs> more. Yeah, yeah. The cop had a pin with name and ranking. That's just kind of by itself. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really good part here, too. All right. Uh, I guess because he had that pen, he automatically repenished from sin. Whoa. This was before uh, I had access to computers where, like, a red squiggly line <laughs> yeah. would have appeared over repenished yeah. and been like, that's not a fucking word. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a Real one. It is not. Okay. No justice. No justice. Wow. I love it. I, I was kind of hoping uh, it would it would have been more like, uh, there is no justice. Obama's <laughs> the worst. That was far too advanced for a child. He's probably kissing up on Fred Durst. <laughs> this, these it's songs, a good rhythm. It is, it is very good. I liked that song, Danny. It was a little different than Bugs. but yeah. uh, It would be cool. Uh, to actually get to hear it like bugs, it'd probably at least like knock out the fucking train song in your head. Man, I don't even. Oh, know Oh, what do you know? I got it right fucking here. You wrote. <laughs> you hold on. Let me buzzcord it. <laughs> hold on. Explain this. Is this just? Did you make this when you were a kid, or did you already mm-hmm. make it just recently? I worked with uh, HWALK collaborator Viv. No. Yeah. Are you ready to fucking... Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, there is no justice on these streets. <laughs> this is so exciting. And me and Viv are trying to make a difference. Holy shit. Wow. All right. Yeah, give it to me. We are saving people with punk rock music, all right? <laughs> are you ready? When did this happen? Okay. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, uh. Hey everybody, I'm a skateboarder. <coughs> and you know what? Life isn't always fair for us. Sometimes True. you just gotta throw your skateboard to the ground and look in the air and scream, No, no justice! justice!
just are like, we didn't change parts. I was skating and having fun when a cop got me and said, no skating here, son. The guy was dressed like a normal Joe, parked in his crappy 79 Panto. No justice. Does that kind of like an no L7 vibe? It She has. Oh, uh, yeah. I found those lyrics and went back over them again last night and then messaged Viv on Facebook. And it's like, I found pretty much, I found another fucking pile of shit. Can you make something good out of this? <laughs> oh, my God. And she was like about to go to bed or whatever. So she couldn't that night. So she yeah. did all this in the fucking morning. Today. Yep. You're kidding me. That. And since we were on this whole punk vibe, <laughs> yeah. you know, getting justice out sure, there. Sure. Yeah. You need that. She also recorded a punk version of bugs that will close the show out on wow um and it has man. one of the lost verses oh. which had not yet been heard oh. <laughs> i 
<laughs> it warms the cackles of my of my portly heart that there, that there's people that want to use. I'm not, I almost said waste. Use their talent on on no, this show. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's wasting. Like, but please check oh uh, all her stuff out. Doctor Airlines on. SoundCloud. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put um, links in the show notes to to her stuff. Wow, and she'll have these on in there, and you can like download them. <sighs> so you don't, if for whatever reason you're really into my No Justice song. Oh my god, you'll you have know, a version without us cackling. Do you realize with with now we, there's I guess three songs now, including all the number one uh, techno hits that that I created. We could very easily make a uh, a free or very minimal purchase album uh yeah for fok um of course maybe you know get some money if we do that of course we're not gonna rip you off here we're not like this william tapley you know <laughs> well, who's william tapley a, was out there trying to put his music out for you free you know he, he he's doing that just well, so he'd probably gain a little bit of money from this don trump put fucking william tapley on our album william tapley can drown um man viv's fucking write us a song about trains and obama <laughs> no you've, you've done enough well, I mean, we love yeah, it. Take but, a break. Yeah, <laughs> this one's on us, kid. Uh, have a Capri Sun on us. Wow, moves the plot forward, huh? Oh my God, that's <laughs> that's really fun. Well, um, I I was pretty excited <laughs> to to read a uh, a nice um. <clears throat> I was really excited to read a very nice. Uh, Review that we got on iTunes, there but better be justice in that review. There's no justice God in that damn review. It. I know. After everything Viv and I have done, <laughs> well, it's a nice review now. A nice five star review on iTunes now seems like a pile of shit compared to that. <laughs> so, uh, so this is a very, very nice uh, uh, rating on on iTunes. You could have your thing screensaver. Jesus Christ! Uh, you could have your okay. I found it. So, okay. Yes. So, okay. Um, this is from Cherry Wheat. I believe I know who this is. He's okay. a very nice man. It, and the uh, the title is Boss Nass. So that's pretty funny. It's a popular episode one <laughs> Star Wars figure. Oh, is that his selection if he wins? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. For people that, that don't know, it, does, it, it won't matter to anybody. But I'll go through the fucking spiel again. <sighs> Use that echo, boy. Oh, okay, hold on. Where's the echo? Um, Get on that echo train. If you're interested in... Tell them about the Boss Nash train. <laughs> well, Boss Nash is... Okay, no, I'm not. Okay, it's the, the Star Wars Episode One action figure touched by a grandfather halfway okay extraordinary and super sweepstakes contest. What that means Brought is... Brought to you by Sean's Little Farters. <laughs> <laughs> what that means is, is um, I have a glut of Star Wars Episode One action figures that I bought as an investment as a very stupid, stupid man, child, uh, and I want to get rid of them. No place will accept them for a reasonable uh, uh, price. Have you tried? Oh, I've tried. Where did you take them to? Millions of places. In CD the connection. <laughs> CD connection didn't want them, so uh, we are we are. Have you really taken them to places? Oh yeah, absolutely. And they would. They just said no. I had a box of them and some 2002, like when they did the reboot of uh, the Masters of the Universe figures. A bunch oh. of those in the package, and they're like, "Well, we'll buy the whole lot off you, but it's mostly because of the He-Man stuff." And I'm like, "That's fair," but I didn't do it because it was too low. What did they um, offer you? It was like a hundred dollars for. 
hundreds of dollars worth of figures. How many hundreds of dollars? Look, we don't need to get into this. Just episode one. I probably have every episode one figure that was put out. So somebody do the math, including the Queen Amidala special edition super dolls and all that. It's a fucking. Oh, there's dolls included in this. Oh, people could win a doll instead of an action figure. You know how much you could buy a doll in the store for? Twelve dollars. Paid seventy originally. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah, I'm seventy. I'm a failure, Danny. I I can't do anything right. So (laughs) there's a potential. There's two of those things in there that were like $70 at when I purchased them. That based on what you pick, it could be a doll you're presenting to a grandpa to touch. (laughs) I'm not. The dolls are out of the running. That's too much to ship. Okay. so Julie called dibs on them. Essentially, what this is is somehow we got on this grandpa kick. It was the concept of... I don't know. Somehow it, it was it's, podcasting tips. Uh, it, somehow this got perverted and manipulated to be such a thing where I would, after, we would select a winner on February 14th, the saddest of days. And, uh, and we'd, we'd get some, we'd pick a winner yeah. from the ratings on iTunes. Right. Uh, cause, cause somehow someone said that iTunes ratings are important. I don't know if they're even relevant anymore, but we'll, we'll stick with it. Mm. And, so at random, we'll pick somebody. We'll say, oh, you're the winner, you little guy or girl. Uh, you know, let's do this. And then I will find a grandfather at random on the street and be like, sir, are you a grandfather? Will you please touch this doll? And the, and so you'll have video confirmation that a grandfather touched this item that a we will grandfather send, send to you. that Sean doesn't know. That, oh, yeah. It would be, yes, that is a stipulation. It can't be a, a people that I know. Because then, oh. then you can find one of these cool GPLs that are just like 47, but a geepaw. And yeah. you're like, that doesn't fucking count. They it's don't gonna they, look like a grandpa. It will it will track as a as a geepaw or a, a G geepaw. And you'll um, have to ask him if his kids have kids on video to confirm that he's a grandfather. Oh my god. Um. Okay. So this is a wonderful rating. Uh, here we have uh, on here. We'll read it. Um. We'll read it now. It's from Cherry Wheat. The title says Boss Nass, which is a Star Wars figure that sure you it's could not win. Jerry. Jerry Wheat says, Sound it out. <laughs> um, our lovable hosts, Bubble Tubble and Baron Viscera, 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 Viscera. I'll start again so I don't sound stupid. Okay. Our lovable hosts, Bubble Tubble and Baron Viscera, Viscera, Viscera. <laughs> our lovable. Our lovable hosts, Bubble Tubble and Baron Viscera, (laughs) make Halfway Okay a must-listen hour every week. Coming in just behind perennial listener favorite, Fresh Air. If I had to compare it to a Fresh Air episode, it would definitely say that it was Danny is Gene Simmons and Sean is Terry Gross. uh, Greg Nichols is probably Audrey. saying you're gross. (laughs) Greg Nichols is probably... Audrey Bentham. I don't know who that is. The point is, Halfway Okay is the best if you ignore Fresh Air. That's true. Fresh Air is a very good show. That's a show Rekha brought up. And then, right? Yeah. And then I was sexist because I didn't know of it and it had a female host. Yeah. Okay. Is that Terry Gross? Yeah. I think it's because you said girls are gross and then she was thought you meant Terry Gross. Mm -hmm. That's why she called you sexist. Um, So thank you very much, Cherry Wheat. Jerry. Thank you, you, Jerry, for this wonderful rating. Uh, and review that you left on iTunes. Uh, you did leave five stars, which means you're in the running for a wonderful, creamy Is action figure. Gene Simmons, like kiss Gene Simmons? Yes. Jerry Wheat, enemy oh. of the show. <laughs> oh. What the fuck does kiss have to do with this show? 
I think it, I, he was saying if you were an episode, he's been on an episode and you'd, here's the thing, Danny, here's the thing. You're an enigma. A lot of people don't understand your vibe. And Remember fucking when, Gene Simmons of Kiss is an enigma? All I'm saying is they might think. He's like the most two-dimensional person. You ever. have long hair. He wears makeup. It's, you know what I mean? It makes sense. I do do the show in makeup. I know. Corp, full corpse paint, glam corpse paint, just yeah. like kisses. Um, you, you know, you're you're a hard figure to you know. I'm pretty simple. To nail down, you're not. You're very complex. I'm simple. I'm super lovable and very funny, and everyone very warm. And everyone really likes me, and I have good taste. You like everything handsome. until someone else likes it. Well, I don't know. And then, uh, and then you're more of just like I mean. Murky, lurky, sitting in the swamp, eating up toads and watching Gilmore Girls. I'm interesting and I'm weird. Yeah, everyone focuses on that. Like, that's such a fucking great departure from I'm any normal you, human's interests. I'm, there's a lot. I mean, the fact, that, the fact that there's a novelty so extreme that there's a Gilmore Guys podcast because it's such a novelty that these boys who like boy things also like the Gilmore Girls. You know what I mean? Well, people are simple. Danny, people are simple. Fucking men Jerry have, men have so been oppressed. Simple. Jerry's so simple. Men have been oppressed for weeks and months now, <laughs> and we won't stand for it. We're riding the R trade. <laughs> Back to freedom. Put on that Trilby fedora hat. Let's go. Honk, honk. Man, that fucking eagle. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's so and good. Eagle <laughs> probably saw old Obama kissing Mark Paul Gossler. <laughs> I mean, I I can see it. Um, Man, that's great. Well, everyone, um, I think uh, we're gonna go out on a on an on a. Oh, actually, we're gonna go out on a real quick uh, PSA. Uh, everyone out there who uh, this uh, this was brought to my attention. Um, we recently acquired a sorry board game from Hasbro. This has been such a good show. You're gonna <laughs> well, ruin it at the very beginning and the very end. This has been this is hot t- hot take. This is now what we're calling. Sean Green's Garbage Bookends. A.K.A. Sorry Gate. Hold on. A.K.A. Sorry Gate. Can we play the MTV news? You probably should. I mean, it's going to have a different... That's fine. Okay. I got to pick the best one. (laughs) Sean Green's Gummy Worm Adventure. Sorry Gate. No adults allowed. (laughs) That's right, gang. It's Sean Green here telling you all about Sorry. And I'm sorry to say that Sorry has changed its rules. No longer is it dice, it's now cards. And no longer is it four pawns, it's three. But here's the real snafu bumper fumper. They keep on putting uh, little mixtures of four and three pawns in the game. So that leads to people being... <laughs> they keep these will be being pretty confused because they'll have three of all the other colors and then four of red or four of green. It happened to me. It happened to, to show favorite Cooley. Um, it is uh, it's out there. It's happening. So remember, everyone, as of 2013, sorry, does no longer has dice. It comes with cards and it is not four pawns per color. It is three record scratch. Danny fast pause first <laughs> pick of the week. Hey folks, we're back here with another Fast Pick of the Week, and this week it's going to be Stairway to Stardom. It's a 1980s New York public access star search-like show that you can watch on YouTube, 
and it's a bunch of fucking bad people who aren't talented singing dumb songs and doing unfunny stand-up comedy. That's been Danny Fastball's Fast Pig of the Week. <laughs> okay, bye! Oh, here's Bugs. Uh, Bugs V2. Okay. Justice for all! <laughs> Sean Green!